thank you for joining us this week on project by us podcast make sure you visit the instagram page at est1988 and you can subscribe to the show via spotify itunes google podcast or breaker so you'll never miss a show while you're at it if you found value in this show we'd appreciate any feedbacks or if you simply tell a friend about the show that would help us out in tremendously make sure you tune in um every two weeks i say every two weeks but um yeah at the moment i'm working on every two weeks but hopefully just tuning every now and then just to see our updates i would also post updates on instagram as well and thank you yes and once again i'm your host elliot olimide and welcome to the project by us podcast got my two fantastic brothers on the show with me i've got my bro yaya yo 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 how's it going my bro hey everyone can't complain good 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 i've got my our our very own regional reckon regional chef chef tulu i'm good i'm good how are you man i'm good man good man happy new year to both of you happy new year to you too bro it's been a while it's been a while why no further ado let's get into it like just uh just for audience purposes what team do you guys support united through and through in it united through and through that's all right then that's all right right. yeah yeah arsenal arsenal for life arsenal for life that's the way that's the way i'm I'm an arsenal so obviously there's gonna be a little bit of bias (laughs) to this and and it's, it's it's not a two versus one against the united man <laughs> we shall see in it <laughs> but like uh this so we're halfway or we're just gone past the halfway stage of the season what was your from a united perspective um totally what was your prediction in august on what the table would look like halfway halfway wise yeah so i i never really write these down but i actually did write it down because i was like you know what i reckon i'll I'll make a pretty good prediction, but I'm a bit off. So, before the season started, it was Chelsea, City, United, Liverpool, Leicester and Spurs. That's the top six. That just... I just feel kind of somewhat... Why why Leicester? Just that curiosity. Because in the last three seasons, they've finished in and around top four. They've literally, last two seasons, Mm. they've just missed out on top four both times as well um and then the season before that i think they were in and around it they, they've literally been in and around the top four for the last five years bar one so okay. it, it would make sense to to have them there brendan was doing a good job um <laughs> but i think i actually think they peaked and i think they're slowly dipping now mm. so yeah okay. um i don't okay, think so i see them that's... Just give us your top six, give us your top six again. Yeah, um, Chelsea, City, United, Liverpool, Leicester, Spurs, and that's in order. And okay. I can give you a reasoning for everyone if you need. But I, I want a reasoning for Chelsea and United. Chelsea United. Well, mm-hmm. Chelsea, um, one the two shell, were playing some really good football, like really good football. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm not talking about two shell this season. Okay. I'm talking about last season, they're playing really good football and the only thing they were missing was 
a, a goal scorer, someone to put it in the back of the net. So if you if you remember, um, Chelsea beat City in the FA Cup, and then they also beat them in the Champions League, and that's without them having a recognised. Well, I don't know if you can call Werner number nine, but that's without them having a number a nine goal scorer. Yeah, like I think the top goal scorer in the league for Chelsea last season was. Um, Jorginho, yeah, and majority of them are penalties, isn't it? Yeah. So, me, I was thinking, yo, they just won the Champions League. They've they've been playing very well, and now they have signed Lukaku. Like, mm. this is about to be a madness, and I'm thinking Lukaku of Inter. Now, I've got my reservations about Lukaku, but I thought, you know what? I reckon they will do a thing. Okay. Um, so that's why I put Chelsea as the winners. Um, also, because I feel like in order to put Chelsea at the number top and then on number one, I have to explain why City are number two because City are the other team to beat. Yeah. So City don't have a recognised number nine. Now they did it last season mm-hmm. when Aguero got injured. I think it was like around November, December, and they had didn't have a recognised number nine. However, by by that time, I think by December, they pretty much already won the league as they've done now. So I thought, okay, do you know what? They're not going to be able to do that again. There's no team that can be in the Premier League, not have a number nine, and mm. win it. However, Pep, the goat, has as he said. Well, it's not the goat, but he's one of the goats. As he says, he likes to have 11 centimetres on the pitch and he's proven it. It's coming into fruition. Yeah. So, yeah. Of course, Fergie's still the GOAT, but we'll, we'll, we'll save that discussion for that's, another that's, day. Yeah, we'll do that for another day. Disgraceful. <laughs> so, okay, so I, I get that. and we'll, we'll, I'm just noting down, there's a reservation about Lukaku. There's a pep GOAT. This is going to be an interesting podcast series mm. with, with, with those two. With those two. Do you need my United? I need you United. New Man United. This is going to be an interesting. Well, one. simple in it. Like, since Ole Gunnar Solskjaer took over, um, he took over. We finished fifth, I think it was, in his first season. No, sorry, we finished fourth in his first season. Then we finished third in his second season. Then we finished second in his third season. Um. He'd been doing an okay job. I think a lot of that was down to the way he motivated the players. So that's why I'm thinking, you know what, he's progressed each year. Um, but I think this is the year where he's going to drop down one. Um, and that's why I put him in third. I can't see, I couldn't see United out of the top four. Um, but yeah, that's why I put him in third. Because okay. there's no way someone can finish second. Mm. And then finish fifth. If you okay. if you've been progressing, and then also we signed um, Ronaldo, we signed Varane, we signed Jadon Sancho. So yeah, makes sense to me that okay. we would still be in top four. I, I get it. I get it. That, that sounds it's logical. I suppose what you're, what you're saying, mm. it makes sense. Uh, what about what about you, Yaya? What was your um, thinking at the beginning of the season? Personally, personally, mm. I, I didn't have. A, a direct top six, but I did have mm. a top two, and I also believed Arsenal 
which is obviously the club that I cl- clearly care about. We're going to make the top four. Okay. On the basis of the fact that it was the first time we didn't have a, um, a European fixture and we had a bulk of our players that would be able to rest and play. We wouldn't have to play midweek games, especially on a Thursday. And the big game that we'd have is every Saturday, every Sunday. So I had faith in that. And, you know, you can see some aspects of that right now. But in top two, personally for me, I had Liverpool and Liverpool and, and, and City, with City being number one and Liverpool being number two. Just because, you know, I think the Liverpool team, as as we witnessed over the months and years, are the front heavy. If the front three guys are doing what they're supposed to do, you can win the league. However, if the front three guys have a couple of weeks off, rough week, or one of them get injured, then you know the system can fall apart. Whereas mm. I think the City team, and with the way Pep plays his football, obviously there was a year when he didn't sign a centre back and he went a bit left. But for the most part, you, you know what you're going to get from them, and what I've yeah. what I've seen so far is what they promise to do every season is just turn up get results and put teams away yeah facts i feel like the 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 aspects of liverpool is that the front three needs to actually bang for them to be in a madness when the front three don't bang but it's just because salah at the moment is doing a doing the heavy lifting yeah. Like if you think about it, Man Mane hasn't been on the boil for one and a half season or something like that. So he's not that he's regressing, but he just hasn't been. He's and every time he Yeah, and every time like signing Jota I think was a smart play and stuff. But I suppose signing him has kind of affected Mane in a way as well. But yeah, that's that's interesting. I, I do respect I do acknowledge that kind of thinking to it. My top my top four was basically City to win it, Liverpool to be second, Chelsea to be third, and United slash Arsenal fighting for fourth. That's that was my thinking, and my uh, my Arsenal thinking was directly linked to no midweek fixtures, um, and you know just banging out the Premier League and the odd Carabao Cup, etc., etc., and stuff. Um, but obviously, for for our, our lovely chef Tolu, his his uh, his decisions in in the song hasn't come to fruition. Now, Tolu, do you want to talk about what's going on at your at your at your club? Yeah, where do you want me to start, bro? <laughs> you know, what? Let, let me let me ask you: Do you think? And this is not me saying he, he's he's shit. This isn't. Do you think Ronaldo? affected United yeah but in it, in a positive way um yeah explain the pos- explain the positive way to that because I like at the moment from what from when I see United of last season it's they had a straight up identity like in mm-hmm. terms of we're going to sit back and counter worked effectively it's been working effectively for Oli so like no one really questioned what's United's philosophy because you kind of got it if that makes sense but I feel like he's coming in and it's kind of from my perspective looking in, he's coming and your team is trying to play a possession based football, but you don't have possession based players, if that makes sense. And I think that so I feel like it's a negative thing. And maybe it's not him, maybe it's just the manager of well, obviously it's the manager. But yeah, that's my inkling to it. What do you think? So I, I'm not I'm gonna give you the long the long of it. For me, 
um, when if you remember when Solskjaer was winning and all that mm-hmm. he we never really had that world class player if you know what I mean mm-hmm. we never really had that like you could say like some at times Pogba for us would be world class he still sprinkles of it Bruno Fernandes shows sprinkles of it but we never really had that yeah this guy is freaking world class and then we got both Varane and Ronaldo now when you get two players of that ilk you you, you get a certain responsibility that you, you have yeah. to win now like teams will now respect you because you can't just you can't just go for a season and not win anything and it will be okay because technically i think we have probably this joint second best starting 11 so you, you on, have to win on something paper. On, on paper on paper, paper. Yeah. um you have to win something and i think teams then sat up and like oh crap they've got ronaldo they've got Varane, they've got sancho now and then we've also got all the other players so we're gonna have to respect them once teams started respecting us more started coming with tactics and i it think that was your philosophy it changed your your because i suppose you guys were counter-attacking quite a lot teams yeah. respecting and teams are sat back exactly you know, so that so low block forced, killed us so it's, so it's forcing possession like but like i get that but like it's not like again when i talk about this it's not to put a smudge on ronaldo having a negative effect on a team i'm just saying that in terms of like obviously i think ronaldo fast-tracked oligon Solskjaer's um reign in, uh-huh. in in leaving or getting sacked whatever but i feel like it, you guys i feel like was ronaldo seemed to me like a, a vanity signing if that makes sense because it couldn't be you know like it wasn't planned for if that makes sense but you couldn't have him go to your neighbours so it looked like you've just made a lunge because I believe that if you didn't buy Ronaldo I personally wouldn't have this I, so I don't you, think let, let, let's say go on, go on. let's say we signed let's say Benzema was on the market let's say we signed a Benzema but we still got Varane and we still got Jadon Sancho I still think the same issues would have happened because I think I, but I, but again, I feel like if you like I, you didn't you didn't actually need to buy a Benzema or Ronaldo if that makes sense because I feel like it like obviously listen no one's going to deny an opportunity to sign Ronaldo no one mm-hmm. like, no one in the world's gonna deny that so it's not like a it's not like yeah you shouldn't sign him obviously you're gonna sign him but I personally believe and I think it goes back to the manager I personally your manager has to be the the bigger uh, the bigger he has to be the the biggest thing at the club Ronaldo coming in has made he's made himself unbenchable Ronaldo can't play 38 games straight if that makes sense he, and he can't play but there's a there's pressures on managers now like can you force Ronaldo to press do you understand can, can you I don't for me so, so I, I, I get what you're saying so I get what you're saying in terms of like, if you're, and, and, and I do think this stems from the manager. So if you're a manager with a vision, mm-hmm. let's say you're Pep Guardiola, and mm-hmm. let's say, even though apparently City were in for Ronaldo, but let's say Pep Guardiola's way he plays mm-hmm. does not suit a Ronaldo, okay? 
he, because of who Pep Guardiola is, or even Jurgen Klopp, because of who they are, and they've got a clear vision in how they play football, and they know what can like negatively affect the way that they play the football, they mm. wouldn't sign that type of player regardless. But once again, stand back to Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Mm. I don't think he ever had a vision. So a man without a vision, anything can just come and derail him. You know what I mean? Sure. And I feel sure. like that's what what happened. But I also feel like with getting Ronaldo, it was just too much pressure for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. And that's why, because you saw when we were losing, before when we lost, it was just like, oh no, United lost again. But the players would, most times, wouldn't you wouldn't see it in them. Ronaldo, yeah. that guy straight down the tunnel. Yeah. And all cameras are on him. And then it makes Ole Gunnar Solskjaer look like a, a dickhead, like isn't not, it? Like he's not a big man. Like, exactly. Just, so, but, um, but, 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 like, just just, just a thing. But as you, as you would say, you would say Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has a quality man management skills mm-hmm. in terms mm-hmm. of... But I believe that, obviously, I believe that's like a... Ronaldo doesn't need man management skills, if that makes sense. So it, I believe that if Ole Gunnar Solskjaer was a better coach all those players will be on the same mentality as Ronaldo because at the moment it looks like when Ole Gunnar Solskjaer was there it was just vibes and good times and if that makes sense so now Ronaldo's there everybody's accountable uh-huh. if that if that makes sense yeah. and I think that's yeah. I think that's the, and I think that's probably what's negatively spinning on on most things because Ronaldo hates to lose while most players are pretty okay and go, well, I got paid, you know, I'm just going to go about my business again. So everybody was okay with the, doing the basics. Ronaldo obviously wants more. Mm-hmm. And obviously, and his pal Bruno, it's like it's like a psychic Bruno. <laughs> Bruno. And he wants what Ronaldo wants naturally as well. So I believe there's, do you believe there's like a, it's created some kind of division? Personally, no. I, I feel like, I feel like, people are just trying to make a narrative out of nothing i don't think it's made a division but i do think i do agree with your first point like it's put more pressure on the players because now Mm. especially the fact that ronaldo has now come and ronaldo has now done his bit so he's come and he's been scoring whereas Mm. the people that were big for us before such as bruno fernandez a shadow of of what they were before I don't think that's Ronaldo's fault. Do you, not, do you not think Ronaldo's took their goals? Nah. Because even in, okay, let's 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 say let's let's agree to Ronaldo's took, say Bruno Fernandez's goals. But also his performances are trash. Bruno so Fernandez. I, so so, so yeah. just just to, just to cut you there, I think I can't say Ronaldo has taken Bruno's what an, an attacking mid, really. Mm-hmm. If that's what it, I feel like, Bruno as an attacking mid has to not be one-dimensional. I, I feel like Bruno has spent so much time being praised for his goals that he can't con- he, he can't look like he contributes anywhere else. No, but, but that's that's that's, that's the sorry. Go on, Abby. Facts, but my my when I think about when Bruno first came and the, the numbers that have been touted about Bruno was for his goal-scoring exploits. And when he came, but it, that's the thing. There was, People there was, are forgetting. There was a lack of goals before he came. And then when he arrived, he was just dumping on bare teams. And he had this stupid stat that was padded by penalties. And they're calling... Bro, don't <laughs> say these things. <laughs> There's the agenda. Nah, don't, bro, don't say these whoa, 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 whoa. things. Let me finish. Let me okay. finish. 
and and that's what Bruno was good at. Bruno was a goal creator, a goal scorer, and it, that was exclusively what he was good at. He wasn't necessarily the greatest at retaining the ball. He wasn't the greatest at making passes and making midfields tick. Okay. That, that okay. wasn't that wasn't that wasn't his 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 his, his main plaudits. Whereas now Ronaldo's came in, like like at the game against Wolves, perfect final opportunity to take the penalty. I mean the, the free kick. Normally. Ronaldo never any other team saying I'm taking that, but Bruno's lack of loan confidence. Ronaldo says, "Yeah, you take it." Bruno two years ago, he's bagging that. He's 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 bins in that all day long because the pressure's on and he's the man. Whereas now, because he's gave that man title and his goals have gone along with it, it looks like a lost soul. Are you done, bro? Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I want to see what your comeback is. <laughs> bro, first of all, that whole stat padding thing about penalties is absolute trash. I think um, I'm, I'm literally trying to find the stat now. But Bruno that? is one of the only people, to, I think, as, as a midfielder, hit over 15 goals in a season without penalties. So, yeah, he, he would have had penalties in there. But... I think it's that, only that, Yaya Torre and Frank Lampard that even come close that, to that. What you're saying is irrelevant. You know why it's irrelevant? Because the, because if you're on a team that the that, that the main attacking threat goes for you and you have the highest ball utilization, naturally you should score most of the goals. Mm. Okay, but but I, I don't mind that and I agree to that. But then don't like, add like, stat padding. Like Gondo yeah. last year, Gondo one. Gondo one played a full nine, so by by the oh, yeah. okay. Bro, I, I get that. Ball. I, I think what to, I don't, think don't, what he's saying is that don't don't smear don't smear his numbers. We all play football. I'm not saying scoring goals is necessarily a bad thing. What I'm saying to you guys and and the Man United hopeful is that when Bruno Fernandez came in, people didn't question the identity of the player that they was getting. All they cared about at the time was if someone please come and score some goals. So when he's came and he's scoring these free kicks, these penalties, these rockets, these tappings, whatever he's doing, they, they forgot about the player that they actually bought and what his what his number one skill was and what his number one attribute was. Now that Ronaldo's coming to the team and in any team that Ronaldo's plays and he's going to be the natural goal scorer and, and then most of the chances are going to fall to him and in crucial moments he's going to be the man around the ball it's almost like well, what, what, what does Bruno do now what's he good at okay so Bruno I think in Europe I'm still trying to find this stat as well Bruno in Europe has one of the highest chance creations he's got the highest chance creation in the Premier League either him or Trent Alexander have the highest chance creation but since he's come he's created more chances than anyone in the Premier League, including Kevin De Bruyne. That's, so that's, the, the, that's, is that Opta? Is it Opta? I think so. Yeah. That better, that better be Opta. That, 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 <laughs> no, I, I, like I think I think that's true, but I think but it's I think this would always go into like some kind of how do we define chance create creation as such? I, I listen. I I listen with me and Bruno. I don't mind his. I, I don't mind him. I I don't believe that. Ronaldo has affected him, but I believe that everybody. I feel like what Ronaldo has done to United has made everybody accountable. Bruno is reckless with the ball, and he, he shows that like he's not he's not responsible with the ball. So it's it's not so much that Ronaldo is affecting him; it's just so much that there's an aura. There's there's Varane in the team now. There is Ronaldo in the team now. There's even Sancho in the team now. And these people are 
they, they want certain things a certain way, if that makes sense. So, yeah. so I, I, I can agree with all of that. So I can agree that, like, since Ronaldo has come, Bruno will have to take more of a back seat. But that doesn't that doesn't mean that you can put in bad performances. And that, that was my point at the beginning. It's yeah. that, yeah, okay, Ronaldo scoring your the goals that you could have scored, that could be potentially true. Doesn't mean that you can put in bad performances. If you were top chance creator when Ronaldo wasn't there, then you can be an even bigger chance creator with Ronaldo being there. Um, so that's why one I don't I don't follow this whole narrative of all Bruno Fernandes did was score goals when you can see statistically man is creating chances. Yeah, he's got a lot of goals, but he's also creating chances. The issue, the issue, to what I'm saying. When when Ronaldo wasn't there, Bruno might have been creating chances, and on a base of the fact that without the Ronaldo effect and him having the ball, his predisposition to doing good things is a lot is at a lower level because he's feeling I'm the man around here and I'm gonna make this. Team. What you're gonna have to elaborate that. What do you on, mean? A ba- on a base of the fact that when Bruno came in, he was probably the highest profile attacker that we had. In the whole team, Maguire's probably the highest profile individual in the team. But in regards to attacking prowess, Bruno was probably the highest. I'd even say in Europe at one point, his profile was massive. As if this is this is our attacking threat. Would you agree? Yeah. You can't disagree and then talk about his transformation. That makes no sense. So, so come on. No, no, but, 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 but yeah. having being the biggest attacking profile, that's 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 a little bit different, isn't it? When yeah, I, you've got man like Cavani what, what, in the squad. What I'm saying to you, in the sense that, say for example, if Cavani's on a pitch and he's got a chance to shoot or to slide it to Cavani, he can believe in Cavani, but he still knows I'm the man. So therefore, if Cavani doesn't score, he doesn't score. They share the responsibility. But what I'm what I'm saying to you in regards to what Elliot's saying and, and what 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 we're talking about accountability is when Ronaldo comes in that building. If he's not shooting to score, he better be laying the ball through enough for Ronaldo to be able to score. And if neither of them happens, that's where the division comes from. Because now that saying we are we are gone from a place of being a nearly team to what we are now doing it. Yeah, well, Bro, I, that's, I get that's that. Narrative. I, 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 I actually get that, but I do agree with Tony that is narrative. I feel that's like the thing, with, the, the thing with Bruno is I don't like if forget the stats wise, I, like as a performance base, he's not even doing the basics so good so he's very he's very low in the basics of even just passing the ball from a to b if that if that makes sense so his performance in a general sense is poor. like i still believe he's actually creating a lot still but i just believe that the, there's there's because he's with bruno in basketball terms i class him as a westbrook he's a he's a very high volume high high usage so automatically he's still creating but the issue is that he, he went his issue is actually his inability to to his inability to make the right decision sometimes with with the ball. But enough about Bruno. I get it. I get it and stuff. Do you if if United need to sign someone today, Tolu? Mm-hmm. Who do they? Who would they, who would you tell them to sign? Hmm. Like, I, I, I could handpick anyone. 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 In the in the modern game, obviously. <laughs> this is hard. Yeah, because I'm, I'm. It's either gonna be. Nah, I, I'm gonna say Casemiro, but I can't even. I, I've got answer for you when you're done, and I, I'm gonna give you this answer, and I'm gonna refer to you. You're gonna be like, oh, fair enough. That's true. That. 
Yeah, I'm gonna say Casemiro on the mere fact I feel like in the world he's the best number six and that we're, we're in bad need of a number six. But I would want a Casemiro that can dictate play as well. You want an Ndidi? Mm, I don't. I don't think he's as good as a dictator. I would have went one further. Go on, let's hear yours. Ngolo. Nah. nah. That, bro, I, I believe Ngolo is one of the best players in the Premier League, but we don't need that right in now. In the world. And you know what? You know why? You know why? Because I believe you have him and you play him next to someone like Pogba with another nonsense midfielder, you'd actually get the best of both of them. Nah, I, and I'll tell you why I don't agree. It's because I'm still not 100% on what Ralph is looking to do. We've seen N'Golo under people that understand, okay, this is N'Golo's best attributes, let's play him here. So, for example, um, Ranieri, he played him, won the league, whatever. Um, and then Conte played him, good system, won the league. Then you get people like um, Sarri, yeah, Sarri and Lampard. They both didn't have a clue how to play him. And I wouldn't want to take that risk. Whereas someone like a Casemiro, or even an Ndidi, they're, they're very standard players. Station. Yeah, they're very they, stationed. They, they, they only have like, it's not hard to put them in a, in a position. Like Casemiro mm. would slot right in. Ndidi would slot right in. Mm. N'Golo, you're going to have to change a few things. Because yeah, the guy is like, busy. I, yeah, I feel like N'Golo becomes in your midfield system. Yeah. In terms of, I, be, I believe that it's impossible to have him stationed in, and in, into this United squad, and it's not the mere fact that it's he's nice to have, but he will be doing a lot of running because he's a mover. To have him stationed, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to still have man's like Fred McTominay in there still because he actually doesn't. He's not a station sitter. He's not a DM either. He's like, he's like a box to box kind of guy. This is what I'm getting at. If you look at United's creativity going forward and the two men that's supposed to anchor it, Fred is not Fred is not a box to box midfielder. It can might it might it might tell you he is he's not. And McTominay is not good enough to be a box to box midfielder for my United. McTominay is like Fletcher, where you play him one or two games and he's sitting back down. But what I think United needed and I've needed for ages is actual midfield powerhouse that is a box to box man. Someone that's gonna be able to just either get the ball to the forward man and, and pull them out or someone's going to sit in front of the defence and say, what job am I doing today? You know what you need? Thomas Partey. Thomas Partey against Man City. That's who you need. So, yeah, no, so Tom, Thomas Partey did flash through my head, but since he's come to he has Arsenal, I've, yeah, he has I've only seen him in flashes of goodness. Yeah, yeah. But, 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 but in that mould, someone that can I, dribble and... I feel, I feel like I feel like with United, I think it's so easy to... I think we sometimes as fans, we... We believe that we could just um, find and re- and replace, etc. I actually feel like what most what I've realised in just trying to come off the United before they kill us and say we're, we're bashy United. <laughs> just, just a couple, but I feel like sometimes the coaching elements in football is kind of important because I always say is that if if Fred went to Manchester City, would there be so much friction? in Fred's head as he is in United and, and I also feel like in terms of and this and this is what I was going to and so maybe it's actually not Ronaldo actually when I think about it maybe it's actually more of a Bruno issue because Bruno so to go back to United again Bruno is reckless with the ball 
why wouldn't Fred believe he can do whatever he wants with the ball as well? If no one's going to shout at Bruno, why the fuck are they going to shout at Fred on that mile? So I feel like United more or less need more of a manager coach, if that makes sense. And a manager coach that has a bit of a philosophy to him. But I feel like coaching is important for United because Wan-Bissaka, is he, is, would you say he's a, a United right back? Like, so... <laughs> For me, it's always been again. <laughs> it's always been coaching that has been the issue for me at United. Mm. Like, and that's why I, uh, I was and I'm still am to a degree happy that we got Ralph Ragnick in because he's he is 100% coach. Like, he's not really known for his man management. It's all about all about coaching, coaching, coaching. But um, yeah, with people like Wamba Saka. I, I can't go at him until maybe give him yeah. six months to a mm. year under someone like Ralph. Because mm. since Wan Bissaka has been bought, he's been under, well, he's been under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, literally most of it. And Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is not a coach. Ole Gunnar mm. Solskjaer is a man motivator. That's it. Yeah. He doesn't coach. So I, I don't feel comfortable going at someone who has never been coached because you're putting him in the same bracket as um, Reese James or um, Trent. These mans have been coached. These yeah. mans go to work and, and yeah. they get coached. And I actually think that United's last coach was probably Louis Van Gaal. Yeah, Louis I'll agree Van with that. Yeah, Louis Van Gaal. And I feel, and I feel, just, and I feel like, we, like we, at that moment, I thought Rashford would become something. 100%. I was literally saying that, like... I think at that moment, I was thinking, wow, this is actually quite scary. I think, was it Rashford and Martial? Ma- both I Rashford and Mar- Martial. If you I think thought... about um, Matter as well, that was yeah. Matter's best spell. He even, even to a degree, even though Rooney wasn't amazing, he managed to manage Rooney or, or coach him in a way where you still got quite a lot out of Rooney. Like, yeah. he was a really good coach. And... Mm. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is so far from that. Yeah. Um, right. Right. Yeah. That's 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 interesting, right? Just we're not, we're not sorry, people. We're not going to talk about United anymore. I think they've. I could talk they've, all day. They've, they've, they've <laughs> gone for a note. What, what do you think about the Arteta's project, Tolu, from a United perspective? Huh. Okay. Hmm. I'm giving you time to rain free. <laughs> rain free. Um. I, I like to give people scores, in it. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna say, right now, he's he's hovering between a five and six. Okay. Like hovering. If it wasn't for that FA Cup win, he would be a dead cert free. Okay. Um, for me, because if you're if you take over a team, mm-hmm. I expect to see after a year, I expect to see a lot of improvement, and I, I'm not. I've not really seen a lot of improvement. I've seen glimpses of improvement, but I've not really seen a lot of improvement. The first six months, you won the FA Cup, granted, very well. The next year, you ended up finishing below the person who got sacked. Mm. The only thing that I think was going for him is that, one, he won the FA Cup, but number two, he was getting he had a vision. Lot. Yeah, and and I, and I, I like just going. I do agree with everything you said there. I believe that he he has he 
what he's done in terms of the turnaround, mm-hmm. in terms of what he's what he's pushed out, and what he's kind of bought back in. Because I think our wage bill at one point was top three, top yeah, top three it, wage, it top three top three wage bill in finishing. Man like Mesut. <laughs> Do you understand? So I feel like one thing, and I think this is probably what's given him like the leeway to kind of stay in because he, obviously he does have a vision, and he's gone with a very um, young vision. And I do agree with the score mark that you've given him that he's a five, five. I think he's average really in in what he's done. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of like the, when you when you saw the signings in summer. I bet there was alarm bells in your head. Ben White, 50 mil. And like, who else to do about it? Tavares, um, Tomiyasu. When so, Go for on. me, Tom, I, I said as soon as you lot signed Tomiyasu, I yeah, no, he's going to be your best signing. He's 100% going to be your best signing. Mm. I thought, because um, I think most wow. people were like, oh, we got Lokonga and all this. Mm. I didn't think that Lokonga and that would be very good. Mm. Um, ben White, I questioned the, and to be fair, I'm still questioning. Um, ben White, I questioned the, um, the the money that you put on him. I'm still questioning it a, a little bit. However, mm. he has won me over just a bit. Ramsdale, however, when he sat, when he did Ramsdale, I was like, nah, this guy's mad. However, <laughs> Ramsdale for me is, if not signing of the season, is in the top three signing of the season. Yeah, He's been. I, I, I think it was who was it against? It was against Leicester. Yo, his distribution is porn. Yo, it's it was porn. mad. And I think that's really added another dynamic to the way that you look play. Um, yeah, and I, f- and, I f- and I feel like with, with Ramsdale as well, he's he's connected the fans to the club again as well because he's very animated and you could tell, like, fans naturally, fans like him. Like, I, I was having this discussion in the... In the group, it's Leno was Leno was a good keeper, but unfortunately Leno was in a in a, as a keeper defending Mustafi, Luis, Holding, Kolasniac. Like, why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he leak? Or why mm-hmm. wouldn't he look shit? If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I feel like yeah, that makes sense to me. Ramsdale. Yeah, um, but yeah, nah. So out of how many signings did you do? We did five. Five. Five, I think. And you lot spent quite a bit. I say you definitely proved like you proved me wrong in terms of Ramsdale. Um, so I, I think that's why I think Ateta has, I think he has a vision, and I think mm. that's that's the difference when people say, "Oh, who's going to get sacked first, Ateta or Oli going to Solskjaer?" It was mm. always going to be Oli because <laughs> Oli's a man moving without a vision. You're just, yeah. it's like you're just here for vibes. Whereas. Yeah. Um, Ateta's always had that that vision. He knows what he wants to buy. He's mm. going out there. He's doing it. He might be failing, but he's mm. still doing his thing. Yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. Where do you think? How do you think the end of the season will pan out? Arsenal for both our clubs, Arsenal and United. United, I feel like I'm I'm, I'm really I'm guessing, but I still believe we're going to be top four. So I don't know whether that's the bias in me that's saying that or whether we actually will finish top four. Um, unfortunately, I don't think Arsenal will be in top four. Okay. Okay. What about you, Yaya? Where do you think it's going to pan out? Um, I think a lot of it's to do with um, how United choose to do the Champions League, you know? Mm, okay. I think, I think, naturally, I'd like us to be in the top four, but at the same time, 
I don't think we're ready for the top four. So the the the, the, the sensible head would say we're better off with a fifth and an FA Cup than than going straight into top four and then coming out of the Champions League group stages again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think yeah, for, I, I... for us to push forward, we need to think about. For me personally, and and obviously one is an armchair fan like like the rest of the world, we don't actually have the job. But for me, what Arteta needs to start doing, and what what I think he's done right so far, is establishing an identity and a culture. And obviously, the, yeah. cult, the culture is prevalent, as you can see with some of the young boys and the way they choose to play and the Man City match and the way they played. Mm. But what he needs to do is understand how to go for a jugular. And that's the difference between him, for me personally, and Brendan Rodgers. If Brendan Rodgers played City and he's got a chance to go and kill him off, he'll go and kill him. Mm, I, I, you, because you, uh, I assume you rate Brendan Rodgers quite highly. I do. I rate Brendan very highly. Not, 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 not just because of what he's done at Leicester, also what he did at Liverpool. I think he just fell short at Liverpool. I think he's, mm. he's a very, very good manager. And I think he did a great job at Celtic as well. Bearing in mind the Scottish league is not the greatest league in the world. Having said that, he said that's the beat. That's the goal that turned off. And you see, with with me and Brendan, with me, sorry to cut. With me and Brendan, I've I've saw something. I've saw something from him. He doesn't like it when it gets hot when he's being linked with a big club. I don't think he likes it because he always seems to piss the bed when it becomes. He always seems to piss the bed when it comes like oh Brendan Rodgers linked with a uh, a bigger club than Leicester and, he, and he, then his runs just seems to end right on time for him to just disappear. I remember when he was linked with United. Then then after that he could win a game. After after that, so maybe it's just coincidence, but I think. I think the, the, the Liverpool experience is not to scar people. Do you know what I'm saying? So that, <laughs> you know, the guy might be feeling a bit of a bit of imposter syndrome when it comes to those roles. So I get it. I understand it. But what I really have time for is that there's not a player that plays underneath him, especially young players that we don't see how they've been how yeah, they're yeah, told to go and play, how true. he like them to play. And all these little things that I think people take for granted. I mean, if you look at if you look at the way if you're looking at some of the best players in the, in the Premier League, some of them are his, some mm. of them are Pep's. Um, a couple of Pep, one of them is Pep's, mm. but that that for me is a sign of a great manager. I mean, if you're talking about trophies and all that stuff, it's also the legacy that they leave on these people's careers. And yeah. and but going forward, I think if, if we do fifth and he can manage to get some of these players playing. Then, then it's phenomenal for me. It needs to somehow, somehow, somewhere get Nicholas Pepe going. I hear that. I actually hear that. Um, I, I, I do hear that. I do hear that. Right. I do hear yo. Um, so we're there's been a lot of um, talks in the social and on on Sky Sports recently in regards to Lukaku's um, interview. Um, what do you what do you guys think of it? Has any, you guys listen to it? Read it? Yeah, so I listened to most of it. Okay. I I, I think he's crazy. If I'm being honest. Mm. Um, do, do you do you think it's do you think it's kind of blown out of proportion, a little bit? No, but I think. No, actually, no. Sorry. Yes, I do a bit, but I think the reason why that is is because. So I read that he did the interview a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And it's only now that Sky Sports are to pop it off. dripping. So they're not even it's it's not even like they 
they're putting the full well you can watch the full thing but they're like dripping little bits here and there now yeah. it's really dangerous when you get a media outlet to have total control of something of like that and just be yeah. pushing an agenda do you know what i mean like if you remember the case i'm, I'm by the way this isn't no blm thing i'm not saying that um we should all be hating on Kane like the way we're doing Lukaku because I think it's different situations. But I do believe that if you watch the way Kane's one was done, it was seen as more in more of a positive light Twist. Um, yeah. rather than Sky Sports. I'm, I'm not pushing on racist agenda, really. I'm not. But it I just. I've got. You know what it is? I understand what you're saying. I do understand what you're saying. But you know, you know one thing that annoys me, and why I said Go that, on. for me, what one thing that annoys me, and why I believe that it is blown out of proportion. Lukaku is reckless. Let's put it out there. Lukaku is actually reckless in what what he did. So I'm holding him accountable to that. But I actually believe there's a little bit of biasness to that when you hear the pundits speaking about Lukaku, especially Sunez. And Sunez, I believe, is he's kind of a racist in my opinion. He's so like when they're speaking about it, like I get that Lukaku effed up, but I feel like the 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 main thing is that the what I'm read, reading was that the actual interview was done in Italy, mm-hmm. Italian. So like and and I think he was as Carragher said he was just trying to appease the Italian fan. And obviously, Lukaku is someone that does fire in a booth, like he, so he he just spits his bars and kind of doesn't even think yeah. so much about the consequences. And I think that's his biggest problem in this situation but i do believe there is a element of bias maybe not racial but a bit of bias to that from the media outlet hmm. I, 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 I can get it with the pundits but hmm. like i don't think sky sports are doing things they're, do, they're doing it they're doing it for engagement obviously so i don't think yeah. it's, a, it's a sweet yeah. story it's a sweet story and chelsea are in the mud and at the moment so yeah. it was just a sweet story to just drip out the I do believe these these guys like 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 Lukaku and these other high profile footballers that man sometimes credit or question their worth. They, they get it a lot more. Do you know what I mean? Like Lukaku saying, "Oh, if he's not going to play, he's going back to Inter." He's not going back to Inter. Just left there for hundred mil. Play the man. And when I watched the game yesterday, was it yesterday? No, it wasn't yesterday. It was day before yesterday. When I watched the game day before yesterday. I was thinking to myself, this is a, this is a, it's a crazy game. But one serious Romelu Lukaku moment and the game is quiet. Mm. Quiet. And he needed him. He needed him the other day. But, but I believe it, it was the right decision, though. No, 100%. Right. And, and he got a positive result. But as far as I'm concerned, Thomas Tuchel is in hot water. Let's let's not make no no mistakes about it. <laughs> of course it's he is. He's <laughs> at the Champions League and, and they end up fifth. He's gone. Let's not mess about I actually think that if he doesn't win the Champions League and he ends up fourth, I actually believe he might be gone still. He's gone. Mm, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I think, so I, for think me, sacked, I feel they've sacked manager for more. So so they have. And Chelsea's model, I've always said, Chelsea's model is since the 2000s have been impeccable. It's been the best model by a team. Um, mm. But I feel like they may... It, it depends on how they, how they work with this. If they get rid of Tuchel or there's, there's whispers that they're going to get rid of Tuchel then they're still under the same model player power 
managers are dispensable. But no, I reckon no, no, if they whoa, back whoa, him, whoa, whoa, whoa! I disagree with that. You know, I disagree with that because I, 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 I reckon I would suggest Chelsea's got the strongest squad in the league. Mm. Nah, yeah. Right, right. Let let me explain to you this way. In a sense that if they're forward free, they could replace that anytime. What, what do you mean? That that's, that means they're not with, the strongest squad with with, with obscene quality. On 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 Sunday they played Mount Havertz and Pulisic. Uh-huh. Crap. That that was Word on the bench. That was Lukaku on the bench, and that's ZH not playing. So that that is a crazy six. That, okay, that that is a crazy six. But which out of those six gets into City's team? Don't, don't, don't be stupid. You're asking a silly question, bro. Come on, right, man. No, I'm, I'm being daddy serious. Who are those I, I don't, things? I actually don't think any of them get... No, I, I, I don't think any of them. That's why I'm asking a question. Boy, so I genuinely don't think boy, any of them get in. Pack it in. Pack it in. Because what he's saying is crazy. No, wait, wait, wait. Just ask the question, You need to explain what you mean the strongest like that. Because I feel like we, we have a different... I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying position for position. I'm talking about right back, centre back, left back. The only posi- the only the only area that are really weak is goalie. Goalie? Eh? Goalie is six. Edward Ed- 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 Mendy is good, but he's not top three. He's probably not even top four. No, he's top three. He's not top three. Top three. On on current form, he's not better than the hair. Behave yourself. The hair is playing out of his skin this season. The hair is getting tested a lot. <laughs> he's getting t- <laughs> he's getting tested. The, the, the hair is making big saves and big. Facts. I get what you're. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But then, if Mendy, it's not Mendy's fault. He's not being worked. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's Mendy's fault. I'm just. I'm just saying if we're Mendy, Chelsea's team, the weakest area that you'd highlight and say, oh, what well, if we could replace someone? It'd probably be Mendy. That's it. Centre back not weak. Rudiger's playing crazy. And maybe it's it's their one of the attackers is the is the weaker than that one of their attackers is their weakest part right side left side one of them mount whoever zh or all these guys around there weak they're the weak links i wouldn't say they're weak i, I would say i would say they're not universally strong but i wouldn't say they're weak and when i say i'm not i'm not the only talking about quality i'm talking about depth as well he's talking, talking about guys that sat on the bench that aren't playing he's talking about so, so okay so you're 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 so i'm what i'm understanding from this is your main thing it's it's the depth yeah the that, depth. You're, that you're bothered about yeah the it, depth. yeah but, but so so okay so depth i can they've got they've got one of the most strongest squad yeah. in terms of depth however in terms of strongest squads like like we were saying none of um, Chelsea's front three get into City's front three. Just I, on, on pure I, ability, none I, of them. I believe they do because City. Okay, who? City don't have a front three. Yeah, but, it's, and, and that's that's how wild. That's why. And that's why. So, so, who? Just answer who? Never land. So, if City got their wishes and they got Harry Kane, I'd put Harry Kane on par with Lukaku. I would. Yo, this is going to be another podcast. My I, I really. <laughs> I really this would. Is, and, this and is what? Let me let me let me wrap my point up. Let me wrap this point up. The reason I say that and why I believe two people get the sack is the resources at his disposal and him coming fifth and or fourth for whatever the case or third and him not retaining the Champions League or getting a FA Cup or doing something of significance, he's gone. You see, I don't. I believe that. I believe that 
Chelsea's, as Tolu said before, they have the best model. I don't believe their model is is the premises of player power now in the past ten years. I just, but prior to that, it was. Um, but I feel like they have the best model and what works for them. They basically are how Ferguson used to change his changing room. Do you understand? With, with yeah. managers, they need, a, they need a new voice in there. Not that Tuchel would um, flop because finishing third or fourth in the Premier League. Is a hard task. Uh-huh. <laughs> getting to get to later stage and getting to later stage in Champions League is also hard task. I think where Tusco will will have a problem with it is that as much as Chelsea pump pump money, they do have this moment in their in their history that they can't pump what you want no more. If that makes sense. So that, I think that's what Conte that's what Conte had an issue with because he wanted more money. And stuff, and I feel like that usually becomes their their sacking problems. At, it's not so much that where they finish; it's so much that yeah, what the manager so wants and what the, the pro- owner. It's the project. It's the project for the manager that and and, and that project avail- available to the manager. But there's no manager that will come in now and that who got the team that got and say to them, "I want to play a four three three or three four three or three five two or four one four one, whatever the tactic will be," and there's not. A- is at his disposal. True. They, no, they, 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 it's true. I, we, I think we, we agreed to that. I think, but Tuchel is definitely dispensable. Like, it's definitely. Hundred percent. That's. But every manager is like, if it's manager versus players, managers is the, is the quickest. They're the quickest. Yeah, team. and that's why Chelsea got a sick model. That's why it's Chelsea's model six. I feel like it's, mm-hmm. it's hard to. I don't believe that Tuchel would, as much as I think that they would sack him if they don't win. I feel like if they win something, I think he stays. Yeah. I, I feel like I feel like people are people have issues with what they're playing with now. Like Chelsea fans don't like what's happening now in terms of how they're playing, and Chelsea fans love Lukaku to the sun. So if they have to turn their love back... all loved, Just, <laughs> boy. No, they no, nah, Chelsea fans love Chelsea. Chelsea fans are like I'm hearing Chelsea fans still blaming Tuka for not getting the best out of Lukaku. But this is going to be a podcast for another day. I know you have a lot to say about our good friend Lukaku, Chef Tolu. Okay, <laughs> I know you have a lot to say. So, in terms of, so we all agree that what Lukaku did and say was categorically wrong. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair. That, that that's all that matters then. That's all that matters then. But don't you think? Don't you think it's yeah, obviously, it is bad-minded that skies are just dropping the little nuggets. Yeah, that they're they're pushing an agenda, and that's what I think. That's bad on what well, Sky's got a job to do, so I can't really blame oh, Sky. But I think where Lukaku really messed up was, bro, do you not have any people with you to say, look, this is this is a bad idea, you know? Because <laughs> they have full control of what's going on. It just makes Lukaku look so bad. Yeah, it's very it's very true makes me look careless but you know that, that's a story for another day but I, I believe I believe other managers would, would have went around that in a different way personally that's what I believe no, what I, do you mean I, I believe that all managers would do what Tuchel did yeah I don't, I don't I, if a manager does something different I'm I don't I mean, know a manager like like just talking about Pep Guardiola Folden and Grealish went out partying like man just <laughs> man said you ain't playing just I think like, I think if, if it was Pep I think you're, you're going I think you're, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think you're getting because he has made it clear. He made it clear. If you don't want to be here, don't be here. I, I don't know, you know. I think if it was Pep and something like that happens, he's just gonna quiet it up and say, "Get on with your football." Nah, I don't ah. think that. Do you not know Pep? 
says if you don't want to be here, you don't need to be here. There's a lot of players, yeah, that Pep has, has sweet-talked into wasting the best parts of their career by sitting down. John Stones is one of them. Well, Stern- John, Stones never, John Stones never came to the media. No, I know. I know oh. yeah, no, but what I'm saying to you, even a temptation of wanting to do that at the time, it would have been, it would have took better, it should have done better man management so the player don't feel like that. So as much as we remember, Park is 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 culpable. Thomas Luke Tuchel also has to look at his man management, look at his big marquee sign, and say this guy's gonna change the game for us. Nah, nah I get what I get what you're saying, but sure. what, what it's it's two different things here. If John Stones comes to the media and said what Lukaku said, Pep guarantee will say where do you want to leave and let's make it let's make it work for you. That's where, it. Where, perhaps, where do you want to go? Perhaps, perhaps so. Perhaps so. I agree with that. But what I'm saying to you, in our time, because there was grumblings about Bernardo Silva wanting to leave in the and, and he, he said, and he said, and yeah, he never, said go. It, it, uh, and he never actually came. Bernardo actually never came out and said, you know what, I'm leaving. He never said that. No, I, no, no. But, but, but so this summer he did answer questions because people were like, so I'm hearing grumblings about this, and he said, listen, I've said from from day, if you don't want to be in this club, you need to go. And we will make it happen. And he said that, that about that, Bernardo Silva. That's fair enough. But that's what he's saying to the media. But when he's then looking at Bernardo and he's giving Bernardo 18, 17 starts through the rest of the season, what I'm saying to you is the way he's managed Mime and the way he makes Mime feel, clearly but, you don't want to go and trap to no one. But do you understand that Pep doesn't... Pep, if you're in the team, he's going to use he's going to use you to... Pep's, I don't think Pep is the sort to hold a grudge. Unless you're like yeah, 100%. What I'm saying about Tuchel is Tuchel's clearly out of there because he's marquee player saying you're not playing enough, and I don't know why your marquee player who wants to play the game is not playing enough. That 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 in itself is a problem, and obviously we're taking away from this podcast because what you need to do is strap for the next one so we can actually talk about the. Incident. Yeah, we'll talk about this. We'll talk. We'll talk about this on the, on the next one. On the next one, but yeah, like I feel like there's a lot to say about Tuchel Lukaku that we're gonna obviously touch on. In the near future and stuff. Um, what are United in for anyone in the transfer window? I'm hearing that um, that Zachariah. Zachariah, but in everyone after him. Or is Everyone's after him. But what what um, what Gladbach are saying is, yo, if you drop six mil, you can get him now because clearly my man's not going to sign a new contract. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so they're so they're trying to ship him off now before he. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah before they lose him for free. Okay, makes sense, makes sense, makes sense. Who do you think we should sign at Arsenal? Yeah, yeah. One uh, player. You want to you wanna hear my honest opinion? Oh, I'm scared. Go on. Adama Traore. What Yo, the fuck? Fuck off. fuck off. I'm being deadly serious. Why are you being serious? I, what do you mean? Right. Not serious. right. Let me just hear this. Yo, make it short and sweet, but let me hear this. Just hear me out. When you think about the games that we lose, the game that we've we've we've, we've prolifically been losing for the last six years, is is the games away from home to the big six, and that's due to the fact that when we go home to sit, I mean when we go away from home and we sit back, there are opportunities to get out, but the players that we have haven't got a blistering pace to get out. The little glimpse I saw of that was when Nicholas Pepe first signed and he was taking Van Dijk for donuts. And after a while, that went away and we got crushed 3-0. Why I said Adam Traore is because when Wolves have got wins at Manchester City, all they've done is low block and as soon as they've got the ball out, 1v1 and, they, and he's smoking up, man. Same um, as Wolf, same as Wolf Fred Baha this season. 
maybe not Adama Traore, but playing that form who can carry us on a counter attack away from home. You said you're going to be honest. You, you mentioned Adama Traore. You, you know what I mean? You're backtracking now, isn't it, why, bro? Why, why I'm going to say that is categorically blasphemy for me <laughs> is that is that Arsenal fans to me like to give themselves. Um, what's the word they, they like to give themselves verbal diarrhea because let's let, let, let me hit let me just play this out so we sign a damatory for no matter what the figure is it we'll, won't say, be a lot. Ten, we'll say 10 mil we sign a damatory for 10 mil yeah. you know in in three months time you know what aft arsenal fan tv and the rest of the world are gonna say <laughs> you know what they're gonna say he's not got a touch he ain't he got fast you can't do anything you can't do anything apart from yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and 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 it's the it's problematic. So this automatically creates a toxic nature to him. Yeah. It's not it's, it's like he's not a, like Adama Traore. He's not a good football player, but he's a good runner. I don't want that. I don't want that. I personally, I personally believe that when you, when ask if Arsenal was looking to buy someone, we need a striker, a better version of like um like a Z. Oh, have you not heard it that I, you're in for that guy? Do I hope so. Do some yeah. hope whatever his name is. I hope I, so because he's, he's a bully. Ideally, before we signed, before we signed, um, I can't remember who we signed, but before we signed that, you know, before Palace signed Edward, there was talking about us getting Edward. I was like, mm, uh, I've seen Edward play this year. Edward makes his own goals, Edward can make his own goals. Edward's quick enough to take on a man and, and get half a yard. And if we didn't sign no one, I would have liked to sign someone like Edson Edward. Fair, but don't mention Adama Traore. Thank you. Yeah. Well, that's that's, okay. that's not right. Wrong example. Well, what I'm saying to you, what we need is an outlet. When we go away from home, what we don't we... have... When we played Liverpool this season, and, and first half was all over them, and there was a few chances for us to break, and Aubameyang with his fucking shit hair was fucking about... Couldn't run past anyone, couldn't do anything, lost the ball, lost momentum, lost the game. And what we need in those crucial times is someone that is just going to get the ball. Like Martinelli, if we had another one, it, it, sound, it sounds like we just need a better striker. In, in my opinion, because I believe, I believe that, I, I believe that in, in to beat the top, to beat the top teams, you can't go away from your vision. Number one, I, I personally, you can't go with his. So you have to plow out. When Liverpool was sucking dick, when they first had Klopp, he refused to go away from his vision. He's not looking to. We need to uh-huh. get like a. Do you so he was he was happy sucking that nut. Why he was do you understand? But he, he kept his vision. The issue with getting Adama Traore, it goes against every powers and principalities that Arteta's prayed and fasted on. Like, do you understand? Yeah, it's yeah. actually. I, 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 just, I, I get. I get the idea of having someone that can ball and run. But I personally believe that if we have a, if if the coach it keeps progressing in the way he's progressing, we won't be dominated. At, like for instance, against City. Listen, we played Bro. City months ago. We sucked absolute cock. We sucked apps. We couldn't get next. We couldn't get near him. By personally, coach, and you can see coaching in the teams. They know where to be. And I believe that is the best resolution for it. I, I, I that's, that's that performance against City was next level. By the way, huh? the performance against City was next level. Like, no, I, and I don't, I don't disagree with it. But, but there was a time. Yeah, I'll give it. I'll give another example. There was a time when I was watching the game. It was at like the 60th, 70th minute. 
just after the thing he got sent off. And you can see that Saka was tiring. And Saka's quick, he's nippy, but he's not blistering. And when you play people like City and the game is 1-1 or close to the end where he's still in it, what he needs to do is sting them. Sting, he needs to sting At 10 them. Men, I- I, I, I get what you're. I get what you're saying, but you're showing City a lack of respect as no, well. No, I, I am. I'm showing. You know, what I'm showing them respect. I'm showing them respect because they showed us respect. So they showed us respect. What we should have done is, when we had a chance to put them away, we should have took them to. Bed. We should put them away. But, 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 but that would be done from a good strike, wouldn't it? That's fair enough. But what I'm saying to you is, yeah, on the day we played with a good striker, Lacazette did a phenomenal job. He did. He did a great job, but Lacazette. Lacazette don't make his own goals. And Lacazette's well, not in place. So my thing is, if they're going to put Martinelli in the middle, if that's the end goal, they need to get someone else that is just as blistering and as deadly in front of goal as my man. They have to. Mm. Did, you know that, um, did you know that he has, like, the most take-ons in Europe without a goal? Who? Martinelli? No, um... What's his name? Adama. Adama. I don't give a shit. He's still cooking, man. Yeah, but, but what, did you not hear what I just said? He's got the most take-ons in the whole of Europe yeah, without a goal. You know what? He can, he can do that and then give the ball to someone that will do something else. He doesn't even assist. Bro, he doesn't do anything. He's got no end product. <laughs> he does. He does. You know, he, oh, oh, bro, I beg, I beg. Go and, check how many, go and check how many goals and assists he's got this season. And then go and check how many take-ons he's got this season. He ain't really played this season. His best season was a season ago. He ain't really played they have to bench him. He hadn't played. In fact, he hadn't played in about two years. The, the, new, the new manager's not feeling. No, he, he was at the start. No, he, he weren't. No, he was no, not. He was. Bruno Large was not feeling, man. At the start of the season. <laughs> no, he weren't. Bro, he was. <laughs> you know, you know why I wasn't feeling him because playing Quang and Trinquao, so he was not feeling him. I'm telling oh, you. He was playing. He was playing a Dama, bro. No, he weren't. Oh, okay. Don't do want to get out the stats. No, not now, not now, not now, not now. Was it not the, the United Wolves game where he was just dashing? That's where Varane felt it. And he kept <laughs> taking us on, messing about. Taking us on, messing about. What, the manager, the manager yeah, can't have faith in that. Let's sway from the Dharma. All I'm saying is we need an outlet. We need an outlet. We have and to- and I, I personally believe that, and I, I do agree. I, I understand what you're saying. I'm not that I agree with it. I understand what you're saying. But I believe the outlet is best served getting a better version of Lacazette. I and if we get, even if we get, because running is running is pointless if you don't know what you're going to do with the ball. And I get the idea that everyone seems to have that we need to get Adamo so he could just run. That's just, that's to me, racist. Very racist in a very indirect way, but I don't want to see that guy at my club because I know what the end is with that signing. You know what, that, ask, you if know I what, get a strike, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me give you some stats right now. Two seasons ago, Marvin got thirty goals, goal in goal. Seasons goals. ago, <laughs> like, yeah, my guy. Games. You said two seasons ago. Is that what you said? Yeah, so last season, last last season, it didn't really played that well. And this season, Cole? <laughs> this season is 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 tinkering. <laughs> <laughs> You're disgusted. You're disgusted. Right, lads. <laughs> so this has been a movie. Uh, don't um, I will call you both for the next one because I believe that we've have a lot more. In- we've got a lot more to say. This to time, say. come prepared. I'll be in it. <laughs> you know what? I'll find an alternative to Dharma. Bring it next time. Yeah, bring it next time. <laughs> bring it next time. Right, lads. It's been a movie. So, yeah, I, I, I appreciate the turn up. And yeah, 
Thanks, um, Chef Tolu. Thanks, Yaya. Yeah, man. Anytime. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed the episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on my Instagram page at est.1988. Thanks again, and I'll see you all next time.